Legacy. I think tonight we've allowed the world to have access to Next Legacy Radio. This is All Legacy Access. I am Brandon here. And before I put a surprise co-host, I want to welcome and thank all the people that actually have been um, hitting me up and just asking, like, yo, like, this is cool that you actually got another show because it was kind of like a surprise to most people. Um, because we were geared up, ready to do a lot of different things. And not just I wanted to have dialogue with the first guest of two that we have, because I think when it comes to extraordinary talents, you know what I'm saying, my girl Ashleen has it, but I'll let the world know in a little bit more about her if you haven't checked it or checked her out as far as the music. Like, I'm going to tell a story about her, and uh, she already told her this way back in the day, too, but I'm going to tell it in a little bit. But also, not only do we have Miss Ashleen Peartree on to start this first hour, the second hour we have a, a, a music icon, Jerry Cummings of the Blue Notes will be on as well. So we're going to be here for two hours plus talking about music and moments and, you know, things that I feel like we need in order for us to just feel, to start off the new year fired up, like appreciating music for what it is, and who puts it down, and the passion that these people have, and I, and I just, I, I can't think of anybody else that I would rather have to kick off a show other than my guest that leads it off. But let me go ahead and put in my surprise co-host in, and All Legacy Access has granted Young Army his first co-hosting yes, gig yes. right here on this Next Legacy building. What's up, sir? Yes, yes. What's up, brother? What's up? What? Listen, man, I'm so excited right now, man. All Legacy Access. I'm so excited for our guests, Miss Ashwing and Jerry Cummins, for the next couple of hours. And I'm happy to be co-hosting with you, man. Fresh hey, man, up for your hey. boy. Let, let's get hey, it. Hey, man, hey, let's get hey, it. man you, see, you, you sound like you've been doing this before, man. I need to wor- Do I need to be worried? Do I need to be worried? I don't know, man. I don't know if I need to be worried or you need to be worried. You know what I mean? The world need to be worried. Okay? Oh, it, no, man. man. Oh, no. You sounded a little bit at home right now. Like, you on the table thing. I, I love it. I love it. That's a That's solid it, thing. Man. Army's in the building. But first, let me go ahead and plug in and introduce and grant access to this young lady. And, and truth be told, like, this was, you know, I want to say maybe two and a half, three years ago. Um, you know, I was on my Reverb Nation page just kind of updating some stuff, and I was going through music and stuff like that, and uh, and, I, and I heard this woman's voice. I mean, in the story that y'all heard right here, I mean, you know, the, the song has a lot of soul to it, but, uh, you know, when I first heard her music, I just, I just couldn't stop listening to some of the songs she had on her page, so I just kept listening. And, you know, I wasn't trying to be a... a you know, I wasn't trying to be a groupie, though. I was like, you know, I need to get her access to the next Legacy family. Like, I need to make sure that there is a station out here that can show her not just the amount of love and respect, but just to let her know, like, her talents is 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 a, is, a, is God's gift. And I just, I just think it's a good look to be able to have. So, you know, and then she blessed us with, you know, some amazing interviews over the last two or three years or whatnot. And then... You know, like I said, she comes out, she has a project that she's going to talk about tonight, and she has, you know, a couple things that, you know, I feel like we should we should explore and talk to. And as we kick kick in 2016 for the, na- for the nation, the Legacy Nation, we're going to go ahead and grant access 
to Miss Ashleen Pear Tree, who is here in the building. My Hi. queen, what's going on? How you doing? Good. Welcome, welcome, good. welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back. Not just only good to be back, but it's just good to be able to have you here to start the new year and um and I I just you know I, and I wanted to do it cuz I know when I approached you and hit you I was like, "Yo, you got a little bit of time for me." And I just wanted to I just wanted to say publicly with all the people out there that's listening, not just to support your movement, but media people like we need to say thank you. Like we appreciate your your grind because I know it's not easy. You and I, we mm. we talk, we talk online. We know what time it is when it when it goes mm-hmm. to the hard work, and you got to juggle all kinds of different things. And you know, we just want we just want to publicly put out there that you know, not only do we support you, that we appreciate the work you do. So thank you. Well, thank you, thank you so much, and I really appreciate that because you know, being an independent artist is tough. It's an uphill battle. Sometimes you feel like you know, where do I go? What do I do? Um, and as you try to find people that appreciate your music and that support you, it's just such a blessing to have, you know, people like you that have this kind of outlet that want to support. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, you know, of course we appreciate artists like you because nowadays, you know, like we don't really get that. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm this and that on the radio. So people who's who's different and got soul in your voice like you, we we gotta appreciate that. You know what I mean? And Thank we you. love different type of music over here. On the mm-hmm. we, we gotta embrace that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So and and that that kickoff song that started off mm-hmm. the track, uh man, that was the first song I'm sadly to say, the first song I heard from you, but just from that one song, I know I gotta listen to everything else that you got. Same thing Thank that Brand was saying that he he was on Reverb Nation. He 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 stumbled upon a jewel. So that's the same way. I'm 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 like, damn, who is this? Like, I'm like what? Thank I'm you. like, okay, I, I definitely gotta check her out. So glad to have Appreciate you. It. Hey, and I threw a hey. disclaimer out. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be a but I, I really wasn't trying to be a groupie. But I was like leaning no, on that side because I weren't. had to be a me. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were cool about it. You were cool about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to bring it to the I had to bring it to the attention of the of the masses and the people here. And then you know we love our fans here on Next Legacy. It's just you know I just need to bring you over to show that love, and I just think that's important. So you know my question to kind of like kick off, and I know Army has some too, but you know what's what's been up in addition to like you know because I know you got your project out that I know you haven't um you know pushed on this on this station here but I want y'all to tell want you to tell the people about what you got rocking right now what's what's good yeah yeah well I sent you the album as a sneak peek I haven't released it yet um it's an album I've been working <sighs> on for a long peek? time yeah you, gave you did me a sneak I, peek? couple of people have heard that album not too many people have heard that album I've been sitting tight with it sitting on it um, you know, it's a project that's close to my heart. I've been working on it for a long time. I have a lot of material that I've written over the years, but this album, you know, came together picking different songs from, you know, different years um, within the last several years to sort of kind of like paint a picture of the last seven years of my life and my growth and my healing and some of the things that I've been through. So the album is extremely personal. Um, it's also very political. You know, I talk about police brutality. 
I talk about the hood and violence in the hood, and um, I talk about depression. Um, so the album is very personal, and it means a lot to me. Um, and that's part of why I'm sitting on it and why only a few people have heard it, because I want to try and develop as much of a strategy for promoting it as I can and not just release it and and hope that somebody hears it, but really try to put the work into getting it heard. You know, as much work as I put into writing it, put that same amount of work into um, getting it heard, ideally, hopefully, God willing, internationally. Um, the album features um, an MC. Um, she's my best friend, one of the best MCs I've ever worked with. Her name is Shalom. Um, and um, we're also part of why I'm stalling on the album is because we're working on a project that's a mixtape. It's going to be all industry beats. You know, a lot of the stuff we do is, well, mo- everything we do is is um, original beats. We work with some amazing producers. You know, shouts to John Glass, shouts to Blaze, shouts to Smoked Out, Terminology. Um, those are all original beats. A lot of samples, but they're original. This mixtape is going to be mm-hmm. all industry beats. So, like, taking industry beats that you probably heard totally flipping right. them on their head and talking about freedom over, you know, over beats that are trap beats or, you know, any kind of beat that we are feeling um talking about some real some real deep things and not not some of the you know things that we're hearing over and over and over trying to like really make it uh personal to us and to our struggles and to to the issues that we care about. So yeah, cool. that mixtape. I'm probably release that mixtape before I release the album. That's what Good I've been gym. working on. Miss Ashley, um, I was um looking at your Facebook a couple of days ago when I found that we was gonna have you on, and something that I noticed that piqued my interest is the the different type of quotes that you had in your statuses and your social awareness and being conscious mm-hmm. of what's going on in society and the world. But the one mm-hmm. quote that caught my attention was a quote from Jiddu Krishnamurudi. And mm. I look, I'm like, damn, she she know about Jiddu Krish, uh, Krish, I can't even pronounce his name, you know what I mean? Me neither. Dude from like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pronounce the dude's name, you know what I mean? But I have read two of his books, and um, I'm just oh. wondering, um, you know, um, have you ever read one of his books or you just came across that quote because that's that's rare seeing his name out of all yeah. of the quotes you could have posted. Yeah, I haven't um I haven't read any of the books. I should. I should get on that. Um was that the quote about it's um no measure of good health to be adjusted to a like a sick society, that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That really struck me because, you know, we really are trying to conform to a society that's very oppressive. You know, we're trying to pay our bills and pay our taxes and our car notes and our student loans within a system that's extremely oppressive. And so to be well-adjusted, you know, is not – I don't want to knock anybody. Some people are better at adjusting to this society than others. I have a very hard time. I'm extremely spiritual, and I feel like I'm up in the stars and the moon more than I'm – down here with the humans. Like I have a real hard time with humans sometimes and I realize it's because I'm I'm really spiritual and and I'm like not really supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, but not to knock anybody, not to knock the people that are that are making it, um and making it happen for themselves. 
because big ups to them for working hard and, and for having it come together. That's a blessing. But it's the society that, that we need to really be looking at, you know, instead of conforming to it and um, and just perpetuating the system, we really need to be looking at it and figuring out how we can, in my opinion, rebuild, you know, create something new, create um, a whole new way of life. That's one thing that I work on with um, my sister and a lot of people that, that we're uh, affiliated with. We have a project called the Freedom School Movement of really trying to raise awareness about self-directed learning and educating our kids and, and homeschooling and getting our kids out of the school systems that are oppressive, that aren't teaching our children how to think for mm. themselves and, and how to reach for their dreams, how to be their own person. We're really just, you know, public schools were designed to teach the kids of factory workers, to teach them just enough so that they could stay factory workers and not strive for more, not try to create their own businesses, not try to be entrepreneurs and do their own thing. And so we're really trying to inspire people to follow their dreams, follow their passions, get off the grid if that's what they want to do, be self-sufficient, be self-sustainable, because this system doesn't work. It's it's inherently oppressive. It was this country in particular, but also obviously globally, was built on slavery and genocide and and deep hatred and greed and all things that go completely against the nature of humanity. So why are we trying so hard to to keep it going instead of trying to create mm-hmm. something new? So Paul, very true, very true. And we have granted access, legacy access to Miss Ashley and Pear Tree, also brought to you by and sponsored by CBSRadio.com. Um, one of the questions I do have, and I'm kind of glad you're mentioning, uh, just, just the evolution of, of, you know, just people being conformed, Ashleen, like, you know, we mm-hmm. see it all the time in social media. We see it in music now. It, it leaked into music when music was the, the, the escape, like as, as an artist, right. you know, this as an escape, we had music because we did, we tuned everything out and we had music. You know, when, mm-hmm. when everything else went wrong, we had music. When everything mm-hmm. else went right, we had music. So now mm-hmm. we have it to the point where everybody's, you know, looking down their iPhones or they're looking down their iPads and tablets. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know, every everybody needs to keep tabs on people, but in general. But as an artist and you trying to push your line, um, how, does, how does the way that people's perception um, and appreciation of um, purchasing music, you know, kind of, you know, you know, does, does does that put you in a different kind of lane as far as what you have to look out to, or do you feel like people um, don't appreciate the the music as they once did? Um, definitely, as a culture, I don't think we appreciate music the way we once did. You know, a lot of people don't even listen to music. It sounds crazy to me because it's like I live and breathe it. But a lot of people tell me, oh, I don't even listen to music. I'm like, well, what do you do in the car when you're going somewhere? Nothing, you know. This like our our approach to music different now. It's become American Idol and the voice. You know, people hear somebody singing, the first thing they say is you should go on American Idol. They don't really think of music in terms of, you know, self expression and healing, redemption, freedom. They think of it as just another part of the hustle, another part of a business or the industry and, you know, trying to make it in America and this, the the pop culture way of looking at music instead of the really deep spiritual, in my opinion, the deep spiritual way of looking at music. And we all get caught up in that, you know, it's, it's easy mm-hmm. to get caught up in that. And so we have to try to fight it. 
when it comes to putting out music, you know, I it's a struggle, like, as an independent artist trying to decide, are you going to charge for it? Or are you going to make it free? You know, I think what I'm going to do with this album is put it on Bandcamp, make it free. If people want to donate, thank you so much. If you don't, I'd rather people just hear the music, you know, because trying to make a profit off of what's in your heart and soul, it doesn't really make sense. It's kind of like a right. contradiction, trying to make money off of your soul. But at the same yeah. time, we got to eat. You know, we got to live, and we're, we're trying to make a Very living off of, off of what we do. So it is a real dilemma. A lot of, you know, my money for music hasn't come from selling music. I haven't sold my music. Just it's been gigs, you know, doing a lot of restaurants and private events, weddings, stuff like that. I've had to really take a step back and look at, you know, what do I want to do with this? Do I want to be doing restaurant gigs? And do I want to be singing covers all the time? I love covers, don't get me wrong. I adore them. Or do I want to be focusing on being a songwriter and really tapping into, like, the self-expression of music? Um, But a lot of, you know, a lot of people are thinking this way in terms of music, so you're able to reach those people. Social media is great for that. And a lot of people just don't even see music that way. So it's like you're missing out on a whole ton of people. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. It, it did. But at the same time, it's like I just still feel like there is pockets of us to support each other. Like I feel like, totally. you know, and I've said this on plenty of shows, like, you know, music should be like, you know, not just um, an investment piece because, you know, as a talented artist as like yourself and there's other talented artists as well, like you guys make that sacrifice. So it's kind of like, you know, we're investing in, you know, future projects that you might put because, you know, becoming is deeper than like the fan, the name fan doesn't really hold weight anymore. Now it's more investors. It's more people mm. that will invest in not just your product, but appreciate and support and follow what you do. It's deeper. It to me, it has a deeper meaning now because now the real ones is going to be like, yo, even though it's free, down the street or you offered it free, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and invest and purchase it because mm-hmm. I support what you do. And I think we right. need to have not just more shows like that to be able to promote that line, but also mm-hmm. people like yourself to just, you know, and just have pure talent because, you know, in, in a world where it's just chaotic with people, you know, sitting in their rooms with a laptop and a microphone trying to be able to do something. So it's deeper than just, the it's the time and the effort and the collaborations that you put together and I just think that people need to express that more and show that appreciation too. Hmm. Very good uh, point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to preach. I'm I'm I, I do that yeah, from time yeah, to time. Yeah, but, you know, over there. I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I definitely <laughs> <laughs> Um let me see. Uh, I would like to know when did you find out that you wanted to make music and started singing and had a true passion for it. And I would also like to know who some of your favorite artists or singers, because I know growing up, I I realized that my mother could sing because she used to always be singing and blasting Mary J. Blige all the time and (laughs) different type of artists and all that. And she used to be singing. So just uh, who's Mm -hmm. some of your favorite artists that you look up to and when did you find out? or realize that you had a talent yourself for singing. Yeah. The first time in the studio, things like that. 
Um, I knew when I was really, really young, you know, when I was really little, and I thank my parents for catching on to it and, you know, nurturing it and putting me in this gospel musical called Black Nativity when I was, um, I think I was 10 and 11, and I just, I loved it so much. I loved the spirituality of it. I loved the music. I loved the performing, and that was you know, really when I caught the itch for performing. Because, you know, you do little things at school, but that was on a bigger scale in a theater, and I was so excited and nervous and just loved it. And it felt very much um, like I was able to connect the music internally and with God, and it just was very eye-opening for me in terms of the power of music. Um, So I was definitely very, very young, um, just singing around the house when I was tiny, could barely, you know, say words. Um, and so, like I said, I thank my family for not just being like, oh, you know, stop singing all the damn time and actually nurturing that. Um, and in terms of artists, you know, there've been so many, I have phases. I think I might've said this to you, Brandon. I have phases where I just like will go into certain artists. So when I was younger, Mm -hmm. it was Otis Redding hard and I'm still on him. He's the love of my life. I feel like I was born in the Mm -hmm. wrong time. I'm just, like, so sad I wasn't there to see him live and sing with him. Right. Maybe in the next lifetime. Otis Redding, huge. Um, Aretha, um, Etta James, Anita Baker. Um, And then also, you know, on the other side of kind of like the the singing spectrum, you know, that's real older R&B soul. But I liked a lot of, like, folk singer-songwriters like um, Fiona Apple and David Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, and I play a little bit of piano, so I bring some of that into some of my music, too. Um, and now Otis Redding is still big. Jasmine Sullivan, I love, 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 love. I feel like I was just telling a friend of mine, I feel like she hasn't necessarily, like, she's known, but she's not a household name. And her voice is just so beautiful. Like, I feel like it does not get much more beautiful than that. It's heavenly. And her ballads, like some of her ballads that I don't even think she's released, they're just on YouTube. And I think Monica ended up having them. She probably sold them to Monica. Just gorgeous ballads, like unbelievable, just make you want to cry and fall in love and get your heart broken all at the same time. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Those are my top two at the moment. Donnie Hathaway has always been a huge, huge, huge favorite of mine. Donnie Hathaway. But at the moment, I would say Otis Redding and Jasmine Sullivan. And old Mariah Carey. All the old ballads by Mariah Carey. Like, before, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever. All those old songs. All those old the class, ballads. The classic Mariah. Whitney, the very beginning. Now that's Whitney that's crazy that you say Otis Redding. Because lately, my favorite Otis Redding song is hmm. One More Day. And I don't think I know that, that one. Song, now, the wild thing about that song, One More Day, is for years, my grandfather has been playing that song. And hmm. I only knew that the... the, the uh, like the first couple notes, but you know, I'm young, I want to pay attention. But one day last year, I really sat and listened to that song, and mm-hmm. then the next day, I knew all the lyrics to it, singing it. Like, so. <laughs> I'm like, damn, my grandfather been singing this song for years, and I learned it in a day because it's back then. Wow, good. yeah, crazy. Look up like if you haven't Lennon. heard, he's amazing. If you haven't heard My Lover's Prayer, that's my favorite by him right now. Solid. Amazing song. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing, amazing. And, 
Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. Young Army, I'm Brandon, has granted access to Ashley and Pear Tree right here on Next Legacy Radio. And also, um, and, and Army, I'm glad you uh, threw that question out there as far as different um, artists, um, because I definitely want your opinion on, because I always feel like as artists, we're all in a fraternity, right? We're all supposed to, supposed to support each other and things like that. And, you know, and we lost someone on New Year's Eve to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not sure as far as, you know, how she passed, but Natalie Cole was mm-hmm. one of the pioneers and giants of the industry. And uh, what are your thoughts on her um, as, you know, she's taken from us on this earth, um, you know, at a at a young age? I think I want to still say she was, what, in her 60s or something like that? So, I think she was 65. You know, I think she was still, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, still young to me, you know, and gone so yeah. soon. So what are your thoughts on yeah. Natalie Paul? I don't know too much of her music, Um but I really loved that she, like, bonded with her father by way of music, you know, mm-hmm. after he had passed, putting out songs with him as duets. It's just such a beautiful thing, such a yep. way to honor honor your father and, and, and bond with him, you know, bond with his spirit. Um, so I, I don't know too much of her music, I'll admit, but I loved that she did that um, and that she continued on his legacy and continued on, the tradition of of that emotional music and and feeling what you're singing. Um, so may she rest in peace. It was very sad because yeah, that is very young. Sixty five is very young, and it's very sad. Yeah. And knowing her history a little bit, just knowing that she had the she had the fight with drugs and recovering mm-hmm. from it, and just you know, and being able to champion that. And I'm glad you mentioned just her relationship with her father and that, you know, everybody knows the unforgettable songs and, you know, Mm -hmm. the, um, you know, the impact that, you know, her dad had in the industry and she's had a bigger impact as well. And it's just, you know, acknowledging those, you know, peers and those people that's in the business. I think, you know, you you don't get that too much. You always always hear it or see it on social media and they may put a Mm -hmm. press release out, but, you know, doing certain things out here and having other artists, you know, rally behind, you know, some of the people that was in the in that pretty did, you know, good work in the industry. I think that's always important. But she was an icon, definitely. 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 Yeah, man, rest in peace to Natalie Cole. Because I definitely didn't know about her myself, sad to say. So I got to brush up on my history and check off some mm-hmm. of her work. I'm pretty sure oh, she, no got, doubt. she got gems, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. Of course. The, I'm gonna throw a quick thing out there. I know y'all are, you know, not promoting another another site, but Match.com. I know a lot of people have heard the commercial, and you know they play the music in the background. But that music in the background was a Natalie Cole song, "Everlasting Love." So just FYI, if y'all are, are checking out TV or something like that, and y'all get those things, y'all can check it out. But you know, a little piece of history there. But um. Um, Ashley, when it comes to websites and things like that, can you go ahead and put that out there for some of the people who actually is in need of it right now? There's people out there yep. that want to get to know a little bit more about you. For sure. My website is my full name dot com, Ashley and Pear Tree. Um, and I always say you can find me anywhere, pretty much any music well not any music site, but SoundCloud, Reverb, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you know how to spell my name, and that's the tricky part, A-I-S-L-I-N-G. It sounds like, or it looks like Aisling, but it's pronounced Ashleen. And my last name is a little bit easier, Pear Tree, like a tree that grows pears, P-E-A-R-T-R-E-E. 
But if you go to the website, AshleyandParachute.com, it links you to pretty much everything. The album isn't there yet, but there's a lot of covers on SoundCloud, some live covers, Reverb Nation, where we linked up. Um, yeah. And if they're trying to book you, where can they email you? Ashleen.Peartree at gmail.com. It's the same. Um, I'm sorry. It's on my website. If you go to, like, the contact page on my um, website, my email's on there. Ashleen.Peartree at gmail. Perfect. I'm going to be checking you out. I'm going to definitely be checking you out because, like I Thank said, that, that opening song, I was feeling that something something ridiculous. So I'm going to be Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I've always been a fan of End of Story. And um, Catch Me, Lord, before we let you go, um, you know, we're going to play that shortly. But um, in final, I I wanted to get you on here just to let you know, not just uh, show our appreciation and things like that, but going forward, we're going to make sure that we, you know, pair you up with, um, you know, just, you know, we're going to continue a different kind of, you know, push as far as promoting your music. I don't want to do shows anymore where, you know, I get Ashley and on, you know, she's promoting it. We say goodbye and then we don't for, we, we, for, we're not going to forget you obviously, but we're not going to push that music line. Like I feel like media should, especially if it's good music. So what we're going to do here on this all legacy access is just continue to just, you know, have certain steps that we take and pair you up with, uh, you know, promotional things that we can to be able to um, help support. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the avid listeners to the show, which will be on here a little bit later is Jerry Cummings of the legendary blue Note. So, you know, he, he's taking notice of, of what you have going on. So, you know, there's a lot of people that will not just hit you up. So just keep, keep tabs on those emails, young lady. So we can be able to, uh, you know, uh, share the wealth when it comes to just showing that support. And I feel like we need to, as media, we need, like if Ashleen has a project out, you know, and she's gracious enough to give us free music, it's only right as as a fan you can go ahead and make a purchase and do something just to be able to continue to push because, like I've said in plenty of other shows, I see music as like stocks. You buy stocks because you want more stocks. So that means if you mm-hmm. want more music, Buy more music, and then you'll get more music. It's simple, right? That's that's common math. People get it right. I'm just saying. But we gotta, but we gotta make sure that we we hold you down and support you. And and I feel like there's a lot of listeners out there, new listeners who do not know you and just now getting to know you, will definitely go and support you. I will Facebook you. And, and and do everything that I can to just be able to just show that love, not just via social media, but just, you know, as a foot soldier to your movement as well. And I think that's important, um, you know, in, in the world that we live in because it's so chaotic, but we can control our chaos right here on Next Legacy, though. That's what we do. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. No problem. Really Army, it. anything you want to say? Um, no, you pretty much summed it up. You know, we're going to definitely support, you know what I'm saying, because that's what we do. And like, like I said, I'm going to definitely be, be checking, checking you out. And um, I just have one last question, though. And okay. uh, I wanted to know, do you have any other outside talents besides music? Because, you know, certain people may write or they paint or they do, or they have other things that they do in their spare time besides music. So 
Is there anything else that you want to throw out there that you would like to do on your on your spare time? Hmm. Well, aside from working on the movement, you know, the whole the Freedom School movement. Um, I like to cook. I'm not one of those hey, people like, I, like to eat. I can dance and sing and act. I'm I've always pretty much I acted some and I danced some, but I've just always been such a lover of singing and songwriting. Um, that that's really where my heart is. So I'm not one of those people that's blessed with lots of different, you know, um, artistic talents. I do love to cook. Hey, I do well, love you, to you know, cook. That's, that's good enough. You know what I'm saying? I like these. <laughs> what, what, what's your, uh, now, Ashley, what's your favorite dish, dear? What, what, what you like to, you like um, to get down with? I don't have a favorite, but I will say that, well, maybe it is my favorite. My buffalo wings and my mac and cheese. Hey. Uh, very close to my heart. There you go. Yes. Love hey. Love. All right. Now, y'all <laughs> say she she don't have a favorite because, you know, truth be told, like, everything she makes is classic. So just <laughs> keep, that, keep that in mind. So, you know. <laughs> but, Ashley, hey, thank you for stopping by again. Uh, you know, I thank consider you. you as, you know, as joined to the hip to this station because I know any time that I call on you, I know you're always here to, to ring the bell and, and come in mm-hmm. and not just promote yourself, but also show us love, too. And I and I love you okay. for that. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to push that envelope and make sure that people um, not just know you, but they can get to know you. And, and we're, we're going to support you 110%. That's what we do. Thank you so much. Really appreciate yeah. it. And Happy New Year. Stay blessed. Happy if you end up playing Catch Me, Lord, um, the MC that is featured, her name is Shalom. She's also amazing. She's also on um, Facebook, Shalom the Poet. Um, she's incredible. She'll, she's on the album, and we're doing the mixtape together, so definitely be on the lookout for her, too. Next Legacy.